Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. I am Eric J. Olson. I'm the CEO of Array Digital, a digital marketing agency that focuses exclusively on law firms. And we are recording a live episode for the Managing Partners podcast. In this podcast series, we interview America's top managing partners to find out how they started, how they're growing, and how they keep their case pipeline full. And today I have with me, Davey Jones. Hey, Davey, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for making the time. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you. So Davey Jones is married with two daughters, an active Catholic, and a solo practitioner of 13 years. Your specialties are general civil litigation with a focus on domestic law. Welcome to the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, again, thanks for making the time. Uh, if you would, tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and your firm. Okay. So born and raised here in Alexandria, where I've migrated back to begin this practice. Fam mother, father, two, two younger siblings, so a normal childhood. Left town for college, obviously, and then law school, and then found the, the first job available back in, in Alexandria and, and kind of got stuck here, but it's worked out. I've been very blessed. And so back um, home. practices yeah, back home, right, right back to where I started. But it's, we've been very fortunate. It's a, it's a good little town, uh, about 60,000 people. So small enough to be home, but not big city life, anything like that. I guess um, I, I decided to become a lawyer because my family has just about every other profession covered, but we've never had a lawyer in the family. And so I'm, I consider myself a traditionalist and uh, very family oriented. So I thought that being a lawyer would be some mechanism to let me give back to my family. And uh, thankfully, that's not been necessary and was more or less just a kind of pipe dream for me growing up. Um, but it turned into a, a career. So it's, it's worked out. That's awesome. You, you put a check in the lawyer checkbox, right? And you, you got the other That's professors right. covered now. That's right. Yeah. So I'm here if they ever need, but hopefully never do. How, how big of an area do you service? Is it Alexandria and the outskirts or like the entire state? Uh, well, we're parishes here instead of counties. So typically I stick to Rapids Parish where Alexandria is located. Um, but that's that's only recently. My, my, my practice has, has grown probably more than I expected to be able to handle. And so I've been able to be more selective with my, my cases and my clients. And so instead of traveling, the, uh, the nearest district courthouse is 30, 30 minutes away in our neighboring parish. So in the last probably three years, I've really trimmed it down to only Rapids Parish cases which is a big parish, a big geographic parish, but not a, not a very big populated parish. So to specifically answer your question, central Louisiana would be my demographic, but more recently it's been tailored just to Rapids Parish. As far as the kinds of clients that you work with, can you kind of describe the situations that they're in and, and why they would reach out to you? Sure. My, um, my primary focus has accidentally become domestic law, so divorces and custody. Certainly didn't choose that. It, it, it chose me. And so it, it, that's every kind of demographic. I mean, everybody goes through family problems. Unfortunately, the divorces in our country are rising and only getting worse. And so, again, unfortunately, creates good business for us. So, yeah, it's, it's all types of people, all types of problems. If these walls could talk, you know, most the lawyers that we deal with on a regular basis in Alexandria are tight-knit circle. And we, we've got some very friendly, cordial attorneys for the most part in our area. And we deal with each other over and over again, weekly, you know, so we have to understand and deal with each other 
professionally and courteously. And we do. But when we talk, it's, uh, it almost always devolves into, man, we really got to write a book. <laughs> if we could all come together and write a book about just the crazy cases that we deal with in divorce court, <laughs> it surely would be a top seller. You know, we were chit-chatting uh, before we hit record about social media and we interviewed a lawyer on podcast who probably uh, in his 60s and very much into TikTok has 500,000 followers and cool. he tells stories. Right? So he doesn't reveal all the details, of course. Right, right, he, right. Uh, he keeps confidential, but he tells the stories and then he asks people's opinion on what oh they think gosh. the outcome should be. Really interesting. So Yeah, um, that is kind of interesting. Very that's big novel idea. Nice. Yeah. I bet, yeah, I bet yeah, people so, are interested in the drama of it, huh? Absolutely. You know, my wife is like addicted to uh, Judge Judy and the people's right. court. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's what TV and movies are made of. And so, yeah, those stories are interesting. It probably yeah. would make a very good book, but uh, certainly good for social media <laughs> too. The second question is about how do you go about getting clients? I, I bet that would actually help a lot if you told those stories. It would. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah. And even producing some of the outcomes would probably entice some potential client calls. Telling my client stories is obviously you can do it confidentially, but it probably it would probably be able to be figured out. So that's that's probably a bad idea in a small town. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if it's honestly if it's his clients or maybe people that have called in or you know, news stories. It, it may be more along the, the latter, not his actual clients, but stories that have to do with yeah, his yeah. practice. So, but yeah, how, what are some different ways that you go about getting clients? Yeah. So I, I anticipated this question. I gave it a lot of thought. I think the best way to generate clients is by, well, obviously doing good work, right? You got to be a good lawyer and produce a good product, but just as importantly, I treat people right. And so I've been, I've been doing it now 13 ish years. And my largest source of client intake is unfortunately repeat business, but referrals. And so clients that are happy with what I've produced and the way that I've treated them are sending all of their friends and family. And so that, that's been the biggest source kind of complimentary cases that I, I get not often, but it does happen is when the opposing party hires me for some future litigation. To me, that's just a huge compliment that I, I've done such a good job against them that they were impressed enough to hire me for something later. And then doing good work in the courthouse has been a good a good source of clients too, because the uh, the clerks, the, the judges won't refer to lawyers individually, but their staff can, right? So you treat people properly in the courtroom, like the, the law clerks and the minute clerks, then they, they'll give your name out. And so that's a big deal in, in divorce world because they get people walking in or cold calls just to the judge's office, people just trying to figure out where to go and what to do. And so the referral network is definitely the most important. Uh, short of that, social media has obviously become a huge income source. I have a, a company that has been handling my marketing for, I guess, three years now, and they're fantastic. I built me a new website and have been doing that my SEO. And so getting me to the top of the Google ranks for just generic searches for divorce lawyer is, is easily my, my second, if not 1A and 1B source of, of client intake. So, and, and we're trying to push that further to personal injury rather than domestic law because divorce work kind of sucks. There, there aren't a whole lot of happy divorce lawyers. And so, and then everybody wants a, a piece of the personal injury. We've got big advertisers. I'm, I'm sure where you are in Virginia as well, but Louisiana is just stock full of lawyers that spend millions of dollars a year on billboards and TV and radio spots and, you know, hiring Saints football players as sponsors. So, so I, I can't compete with that type of advertising budget. So we're trying to get the SEO to produce Google results for personal injury cases. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 
757-333-3021. I think that's very smart. I have gone to your website. I looked at your SEO. I think it's good. But I, I do think that it's very smart to be focusing on search engine optimization versus advertising because, you know, there's the concept of the red ocean or, uh, you know, the blue ocean. And certainly when it comes to advertising for some very competitive practice areas like personal injury, mm -hmm. it can be very expensive, right? Yeah. And, and then the brand awareness campaigns, like you said, billboards, TV, radio, things like that. I mean, that, that takes it to a whole new level. So I don't want my name out there with one of those catchy slogans. You know, but apparently that works. I'm not knocking it for the guys that it works for. It's just not the kind of reputation I want to build. I, there, there are certainly things that rhyme with Jones that would be, be appropriate for a billboard. I, I just never wanted to entertain that. I gotcha. And it, it seems like the strategy is kind of the mass marketing is uh, kind of shock and awe, right? Mm -hmm. get, get your, yeah. get attention, but people yeah. probably won't call because of those billboards whatnot. But then when they get on Google and they search the ads there, the SEOs there, Right. And, and they remember, right? That's but, right. Yeah. It, it can all make sense together. But yeah, it, it is a difficult one, personal injury, just because there is so much money there. So but that's yeah. interesting that you're moving into that. So, okay. So that's great. So referrals. Yep. Referrals are great. And I, I really, that's interesting how you mentioned like the court staff, how they can mm -hmm. make referrals, although the judges can't. It's something else you said is basically your, your reputation precedes you. It's, it's incredibly right. important to make sure that you operate with integrity and uphold that reputation, right? I think what really builds that is I, I make sure to, to build realistic expectations for my clients from the very beginning, even with initial consults, I, I try to feed them the truth, right? And what I what I can try and predict might happen in the courtroom. And I, I very intentionally say might because I can never offer them guarantees, obviously, for what a judge might decide. And so I think building realistic expectations through the beginning and all throughout the representation is the best start. But at the same time, guaranteeing my work product, right? Guaranteeing my professionalism and my organization and my preparedness. And so I can promise that. And when I produce that, hopefully they're happy with what I've done, you know, lose the case. So I think in custody worlds, everyone loses. And I tell, I tell clients that as well, but even if we don't get the results that they hope for, they can at least be happy with my production and still send me referrals. Nice. I love that. That's great. Cool. So, you know, we talked a little bit about marketing. We're a digital marketing agency. So we're always interested to find out what seems to be working. And also, you know, what, what are some things that, that haven't worked for you that you stopped sure. doing? A TV. I put a little bit of money into TV. We, we made two or three different commercials and I got zero production from it. Zero, zero. And we track all of the calls that come in for the most part, how they got my name and, and where they, why they called that kind of thing. And I didn't get a single person that said they saw me on TV. A lot of friends that said they saw me on TV, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it didn't produce any business. And for the same reason, I never pulled the trigger on any radio advertising. And I guess it's going to depend on, on the, the location for the different search engine optimization programs. Because here, for example, getting to the top of Google ranks for divorce law was, was pretty easy. At, at least from my novice standpoint of what SEO looks like. Getting to the top on personal injury has been impossible. Right. So I'm spending a lot of time and money on that personal injury because I prefer those cases, but it's, yeah. it's taking a lot of time, even, you know, the searches, but somebody types into personal injury lawyer, Alexandria, Louisiana, I, they might find me. Probably not. It's going to take someone that types something up, you know, that really yeah. hits a trigger on my page or on my Facebook, something like that to get me into the top of those searches. So I, I think as far as budgeting goes for Google type searches, you got, you got to know, know your market, know your competitors. And I think decide what's worth spending for that production return on investment. 
Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I, I have personal experience with print advertisements for clients that ask us to, we've run some TV and radio campaigns in the past, although we're a digital marketing agency. And it's always like mind boggling that, you know, that the money gets spent and there's, there's no attribution. You know that honestly, in some cases, they can't even tell you how big the audience is, which is crazy. So you just know you're spending money and your ads run at a particular time, but they don't know, like if it's radio, like they may not know how many people are actually listening. So mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, it can work, but it's also repetitive over time. Right like the billboard, you know, it's hard to attribute. It's a big budget kind of a thing. So it's, it's brand kind of recognition. I, I think for the, for the big advertisers that are playing are more ten, four to 10 TV ads per football game. Cause you, yeah. you watch a saints football game, you every commercial break, you're going to see three lawyers advertisements. Yeah. And so, and, and that's fine that they're, they're building that brand, that name recognition. So the billboards, the TV, the radio, you know, sponsors, all that stuff builds the brand recognition, which I'm just not a part of. I don't have the yeah. budget for it. And then uh, just like we talked about with uh, personal injury before, uh, when it comes to, to very specific, like uh, search engine optimization, it's, it's a crowded field, right? So yeah, it requires a lot of skill and frankly, a budget to go after something like that. Yeah, but, it, but on the other hand, if, you, if you're focusing on divorce law or successions, estate planning, some of the smaller or less competitive markets, I would think you, you've got to budget your funds appropriately and, and search engine optimization, in my opinion, is the no-brainer. I'm with you on that. No, that's great. I'll tell you what, you know what, on that point, maybe we should wrap it up. We're going a little on the long side, so I appreciate your time. If somebody would like to reach out to you to ask questions, or maybe they have a case for you, uh, what is a good way for them to get in touch with you? Email is the most direct if it's non-verbal, but calling is the easiest to match calendars to see if we can, can get a, a quick consult, uh, or obviously the, the website, hdjoneslaw.com, or Facebook even. So any of the methods are, are, are accessible. Awesome, Davey. Appreciate your time. All right, everybody. If you would like to check out more episodes like this, you can check out our entire backlog. We're probably over 150 episodes at this point at ArrayLaw.com slash podcast. We have them organized not only by practice area, but by state where the firm is located. So you can find exactly what you're looking for. And if you're interested in digital marketing for your law firm, that's what my company, Array Digital, focuses on. We focus on websites, SEO, online advertising, and social media. And you can find out more about those services at ArrayLaw.com. Davey, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Nice meeting you.